0: RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage Worlds ruleset in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to Kaldonix.
1: Previously on Neon Heat, Athena heads into a sentient vortex and battle breaks out in the shard a hurricane of misty forms and yellow tendrils of energy stealing the citizens from the stands, despite the best efforts of Cassians and Regulators. Pavi evacuates contestants and judges from the stadium floor, as Athena ascends into the cloud with Lapaco to find she's being watched remotely by Z. She realizes if she follows the stolen citizens, she and Lapaco will be in mortal danger, and they plummet out of the eye of the storm back to the ground. Athena regroups with Pavi and Tuca to find that they evacuated all of her family when she couldn't. Athena heads with Lapaco to the Spire, where she informs Roth about the situation. Roth pulls her aside to air his suspicions about her since her return, but ends up reinstating her for the mission to rescue the stolen citizens. Though the conversation ends on a decidedly hostile note.
0: Last we left Athena, she had been in an office in the Spire conversing with Arbiter Photius Roth, who left that conversation on-
1: A tenuous note? A
0: tenuous note. So, out of character, what is Athena's next move? You had sent Tuka to go and find Anji at Club Pivo, mm-hmm. with basically instructions on, keep her there, let her know we're coming, have everything ready.
1: Pavi was looking for Roja too, gathering up her augment supplies-
0: then let's open on Athena wandering around the spire.
1: Is Lepaco still with her?
0: I think it would make sense that he is still trying to do his job. So he had last left you when Roth called you over to that private conference. and
1: What if he's just waiting outside of the office as she sheepishly comes out after that meeting with just a shaking of his head, <laughs> seeing how angry Roth was?
0: I don't think he'd be shaking his head at you in this circumstance. I think it's more a quirking of an eyebrow as he watches Roth walk away. Doesn't say anything until you guys are alone. Not uh, just spitting a cereal or something.
1: Metaphorically, probably not my smartest move.
0: I should say not, especially given what's going on. But what'd you get out of it, hmm?
1: I'm going to be directing the task force tomorrow. Reinstate it.
0: Well, congratulations, I suppose. Thanks. Don't get yourself killed.
1: Like, it's not my goal. People keep telling me that, so I don't want to disappoint anybody.
0: Ah, you go into those tunnels. That's one trip I'm not tagging along for.
1: I understand. Wouldn't be safe for you there, anyway.
0: No, I don't think it would. He looks thoughtful and maybe a little embarrassed but resigned like he understands that that's the case
1: I mean look not everybody's built for tunnels I'm barely built for anywhere
0: (laughs) gets a little chuckle out of him well I'll stick with you at least while we're still in the city
1: smart alright we gotta go round up people Rebexy's probably still pretty swamped huh
0: She's covered in bystanders, busybodies, and concerned citizens flocking in from every direction as news of what's happened continues to spread through the city.
1: She manages to push her way to the front of the crowd just to leave a note with Rebexie that says, If Roja checks in, keep her here.
0: You shove your way through the crowd and deposit the note on Rebexi's desk. She looks up and acknowledges your presence, but is in the middle of two different conversations right now. So. Yeah,
1: she didn't want to be a third. Is there a station where regulators would check in and out of a situation past the main lobby? Available people on duty?
0: Sure, I think that seems like something that could happen. There's a board or something. They yeah. have, like, time cards or punch clocks or something. There's one on the floor where Reitz's office is for all of the normal regulators. There's one on Silas's floor for Inquisitors and one on Rasmus's floor for Pacifiers.
1: Balt's definitely off-duty, so she can just skip that floor entirely. <laughs> God, maybe his punch card is cold. I've it's upgraded monogram- to my gra-
0: Monogrammed punch card, yeah.
1: She'd go to the Inquisitor floor and look to see if Zadal's card is still punched.
0: Zidal's card indicates that he is off duty. Hmm.
1: Well, she gotta go find him. She does not know where he lives. That's true. That's a trouble. Mm-hmm. Man, Athena's a bad person to date. She doesn't ask him any personal questions.
0: <laughs> well, he also didn't offer up that information either, so...
1: She examines the Inquisitor board with a thoughtful look and says, uh, Did you link up before we left the stadium?
0: reaches one beefy finger up and taps his head
1: well i can't imagine she wouldn't have Zidal's address right he
0: bobs back and forth a little bit and says oh well yeah she probably does
1: it's kind of what i figured can you tell her to have those agents report back in eight hours from now at the very latest
0: now what agents are those
1: they're looking for tunnels because I don't want to go into one that a spooky cloud definitely went into because that's going to be set up with a ton of traps. So if we can surprise this guy in any way, we have to.
0: Uh, sure. I'll let her know. I mean, I already did, so. Figured. The speed of brain. So you are asking him to get Zidal's yeah. address? I don't think that needs any kind of role. That's definitely the type of thing that your grandmother would have pulled. Just yeah, it for- seemed
1: like she vetted him heavily. <laughs>
0: He lives in the small district where there is a jazz club and also some dining, entertainment, and shops. He lives in an apartment building behind the club.
1: Mm. Well, then they're going to there. Shouldn't be too hard if it's right under the hub. Mm-hmm.
0: Lapaco will relay that information to you. When you guys go back out into the city since you've been traveling around, the the social climate has certainly shifted. Mm-hmm. Around the Spire, it's bustling and busy. There are people moving very quickly, and there's certainly a frantic... Desperate energy in the air. As you begin to move away from the spire to the hub, you note that many of the trains appear to be either moving more slowly or are stopped entirely, just out on the tracks. The general light of the city is dimmer than it usually is. Everything just seems more muted, and the further you get from the spire, the quieter it appears. People just don't seem to be out in the streets right now, like everybody's gone home and hunkered down or else swarmed to the spire itself.
1: Less people in the streets is good news. Maybe the streets aren't even glimmering as much because of the lower light.
0: This is a darker, more somber Chaldonix, perhaps. The city itself moving in reverence to the people who've been lost. It doesn't take you terribly long, seeing as how close the apartment is to the spire itself, and you reach there within 30 minutes.
1: She's walking with quick, light steps, but she's still a bit of a clomper, so maybe not as light as she imagines or feels in that moment.
0: There's plenty of empty air in the streets for your clompy footsteps to echo off of.
1: (laughs) And just a little...
0: (laughs) The skittering staccato of your legs following in your wake. And before long, you find yourself in front of a row of apartment buildings. His is one of those.
1: Well, I think she goes to the one that the address has pointed to, too.
0: It's a three-story building. He's supposed to have the bottom floor apartment. There's an outside door that leads inside to more of a foyer, and then a couple of hallways that lead to individual units. She will
1: go in and knock on the door very politely, not too loud, doesn't want to spook him. Mm -hmm.
0: You knock on the door, no response.
1: She'll give him a few more knocks.
0: Sure, you continue knocking. You can hear the dull thuds echoing within, and there is no response.
1: She holds up a finger. Jean and says, I'll just be a sec.
0: Oh, sure, don't let me stop you. You sure he's here?
1: I mean, he's off duty, so it'd be silly not to check.
0: Well, that's fair. I'll, uh, I'll keep an eye out front.
1: And she wants to teleport inside like a bad person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and teleport. It's at minus two because you cannot see your destination.
1: I yeah. need to try again. You can.
0: It's a non-combat situation so you're just gonna lose power points every time you fail. Unless wow. you crit fail.
1: That was a 13.
0: Success with the raise.
1: Mostly when she's teleporting through doors, she's holding onto the doorknob and just zaps through the doorknob to the other side, still holding the other doorknob. I feel like she's done that before, but...
0: It's a bad habit of dropping doorknobs onto the floor. It's her calling card.
1: (laughs) What's your favorite
0: doorknob to teleport through? Hmm,
1: The round ones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so you transform into energy, zap through the doorknob, and reappear... Fully tangible on the other side.
1: Just a little bit of a crackle. Uh, Zadal, if you're here, please don't shoot me.
0: (laughs) That's fair. So as soon as you get to the other side of the door, you notice that the temperature in the room is much higher than a normal sitting temperature. So it's stuffy. The air is thick and foggy. I'll let you say what you just said, but after that, you realize that there's very little air in this room. Oh, no. And it is quite difficult for you to breathe, in fact. So I would like for you to make me a vigor roll.
1: Yep, because she's getting fucking, God damn it, vigor's so bad. Her night's going to be absolutely fucked.
0: Oh no, <laughs> what happened? Did you crit fail? a
1: crit fail. <laughs> oh yes, it's finally happened.
0: Oh man, okay.
1: See, it didn't even matter that she has minus one vigor in this moment.
0: To you, what what about this is a, a crit fail?
1: She shouts before she's aware of everything else going on in the room, and then just takes a very deep breath.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking. You take a very deep breath. It's like a scented-flavored type of mist, almost. There's something metallic-y. The air tastes weird to you. Mm -hmm. And through it all, the room itself is almost entirely dark. There is a glowing square, maybe a monitor somewhere across the room, and one or two ambient lights throughout. In a far corner, you can see a cylinder filled with thicker gases. And on the outside of the cylinder, there is a smaller gas canister linked to a rebreather mask that has a dull blue glow to it as well.
1: She's there smacking her suddenly very dry lips. And she's kind of woozy.
0: It is difficult to breathe in here. But you shout out and there's no response.
1: I don't know how she would be affected by this.
0: Uh, you're going to take a level of fatigue. Sounds right. You're also going to take a further minus one penalty to any smarts-related rolls for mm-hmm. the time being. Your current state is very disoriented. It's difficult to focus, hard to keep your thoughts centered and on the right track. Especially in the state that you're in right now, you keep getting flashes of what you experienced earlier. Ugh. Which is not pleasant. Some slight nausea, but ultimately... It doesn't feel good. It's not a good time for you, especially someone prone to anxiety.
1: Oh, yeah. Listen, Athena doesn't have a lot going for her a lot of the time, but she's got so much anxiety to make up for it. Can't focus, can't breathe. Good start. Yeah. Slightly disoriented, she starts to fumble towards the light, which is, I guess, a monitor.
0: You get closer, and it does appear to indeed be a private computer terminal hooked up to its own little corey power source. And as you get closer to that, you can see that uh, there is a chair right nearby to it tucked a little bit further into shadow, and Zidal is in that chair completely unconscious.
1: Unconscious? Mm-hmm. Oh no!
0: It's a desk chair, an office chair. He's just limp noodle in it.
1: Posting on the desk with the monitor a little bit. She shimmies over towards him and lightly slaps his face. Hey, hey, come on.
0: You whack him a few times and you notice his circuitry. There is still color to it, but it's dim. You smack him a bit and it starts to brighten up a little bit as he pushes himself up in his chair a little bit and blinks blearily up at you.
1: I can't breathe. What are you doing I gotta find you. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, now, how'd you get in here? I'm a snoop.
0: Okay. Pushes himself up and starts to straighten himself in the chair and look around. Glances up and around and says, mm, "I forgot. To, I forgot to turn it off.
1: What does that mean?
0: It's fine. Pushes himself up out of his chair very sluggishly and starts to walk over towards that cylinder of foggy mist punches a few things on a little keypad next to it, and there's been a little bit of an electrical hum underneath, like a current that you can sort of hear, subsonic that dies away, and then the air stops circulating quite as much, although it's still hanging pretty thick.
1: Maybe Athena just falls down. She hasn't been breathing very well. She's very high. Athena doesn't do drugs. (laughs) She's got to keep what brain power she has.
0: (laughs) Athena need brain for smart making. Are you saying she goes unconscious, or she just loses her footing, or...?
1: She just stumbles into the chair. He's just vacated. She's taking very shallow breaths.
0: I don't think so at all notices that. Fusses around over there for a minute, and then knocks around outside of your eyesight for another couple of seconds before meandering back again. She feels
1: very warm.
2: Uh, not that I...
1: Um... Mm. Not
0: that I
2: ain't happy to see us, uh, uh, but what's what's going on? Why you, what?
0: Hello.
1: We gotta get brains brains fixed. It's time. We're going tomorrow. Uh. They stole people. <laughs> they stole everybody.
2: Hmm. Uh, okay.
0: And if you say so. And he starts to wander away again back further into the fogginess of the room. The smoke in the air has sort of a pinkish tinge to it.
1: What, what is all this in me, in me now?
0: Uh, well, mostly it's cory vapor, because I need it to live.
1: Right.
2: And I turn it on every day in my house, because I need, I
0: need to. Uh, bruh, um, ooh. Make some concerned noises from outside of eyesight again.
1: If she tries to get back up, is she able to?
0: You're still a little tuckered here. For you, it's everything is just very fuzzy right now. It's hard to focus. It's hard to concentrate. Your mind wanders. You know you came here with a purpose, and it's not as though you've forgotten what that purpose is, but you're far easier distracted from that end.
1: She just mutters, I feel like a cotton ball.
0: Uh, soft and stuff.
1: Real fuzzy.
0: Oh, yeah. He'll wander back again and he's thrown open a window on one side of the apartment and he's got a towel and is standing in the middle of the room waving the towel towards the window with waist-pivoting motions. I... I'll be honest, I wasn't really expecting you to show up like this.
1: I'm sorry.
0: It's okay.
2: Uh,
1: I wouldn't if it wasn't an emergency.
2: All right, so what's going on?
1: Athena distractedly tells him about her day. (laughs) getting off track wildly until the important stuff with the cloud stealing thousands of people and she let them all get away and roth has her fucking number and she's gonna be in big trouble she spends a long time on the baby dombas like a stupid amount of time on the baby dombas because that was one nice thing for her today
0: at some point, while you're going through and doing all of this, you notice that on a small side table near the office chair, there is a bag of multicolored dust, half empty, residue scattered around as well. Mm. Zidal is listening to you and nods and makes uh-huh noises as you're describing all of that. His reaction is not maybe what you would hope it to be. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, oh, wow, the, uh,
1: that
2: all sounds
0: real bad.
1: It is real bad. So we're going into the tunnels, but we can't go in. We can't go in until we get everybody's brain all fixed because everybody just went to sleep in the cloud and we can't just go to sleep because then i will just kill, kill everybody.
2: Oh, I'm not going in there.
1: Oh, I know. But we still need your brain fixed because we're doing it tonight.
2: I mean, you shouldn't go in there either. That's a bad idea. That's That's a real
0: bad idea.
1: It's a real bad idea, but I'm asking Roth to come too, so that's something. Is
0: that a better idea?
1: I don't know. Haven't asked yet. I made him so angry. Oh.
0: Are you
1: laughing about that? It shouldn't be.
2: Mm.
0: And as you guys are talking, the room has certainly emptied a lot more of this cory vapor, so you're able to breathe more easily.
1: She's wheeled the chair over to the window and has her cheek on the windowsill.
0: Can you roll me a notice? Sure.
1: That would be minus what? Minus your fatigue, right? It's not a a smarts roll. Oh, okay.
0: So if you have a penalty to an attribute, it doesn't carry over to the skills unless it specifies that. But you would have your fatigue penalty.
1: That's a five. Five.
0: Okay. Inside the swirling mists of his eyes, you see are these multicolored specks of light, also just twisting in those same spiraling patterns as you guys are talking here.
1: She gets distracted by that. Your eyes are real pretty.
0: Oh, uh, thanks. Uh, so about all this stuff and you know, getting brain thing. Uh, is do we gotta right now? Is it? We really have to. Go?
1: Kinda. I mean, if you don't, if you don't wanna, I can, I can just go. Uh, I'll just go.
2: Who's doing it?
1: It's Angie, cause she owes me for the arm.
2: And uh, you sure you trust her to do this?
1: No, but we're out of time. I mean, it'll have to be. Well, if we don't get Pavi. No, Pavi's fixed. Pavi's fixed. Maybe it's just Tuca and Roja. Oh, Roja got snatched, I think. I think she was in the cloud. That's not good, right? That's bad. Her eyes feel so heavy. He looks like
0: he himself. Everything is very heavy with his sluggish movements. Runs a hand through his wiry hair and agrees with you, nodding. Uh, yeah yeah, that's that's bad he's uh i'm sorry what he said there was like a cloud or something cloud came and snatched people that doesn't sound like a thing clouds do
1: it was eve you know because he does the cloud stuff right the guy we were looking for this whole time and maybe i would have found him if rosia wouldn't have made me be off duty and then she got snatched egg on her face
0: blinks a little bit oh what does this have to do with eggs It becomes pretty clear to you that he's following the thread of conversation, but his brain doesn't seem like it's putting all the pieces together.
1: I don't think hers is either, though. With a crit fail? Oh my god. She has no extra gumption left in her to fight off whatever the garbage in her body is. And she was on an empty stomach.
0: His posture starts to change to where he's always leaning on something or has to do something with his arms, like hug himself or put his hands above his head, resting on his head, or he just seems very restless
2: uh I, I i don't know what i can do as far as all this is concerned i don't, I don't really feel like i can do very much i mm. it's just it's just so much there's there's so much and it never stops
1: you should you should you sh- i'm sorry i came i should have just gone to pivo i didn't mean to interrupt your night off i'll just head out it's we'll figure your stuff out later it will be okay She tries to start wobbling towards the door. She's like, I forgot about Gene. Oh, he's (laughs) out there. Oh, he's gonna know. (laughs) Has her hand scraping down her cheek. Thunks her head onto the wall right by the door. Hey, uh, he's he's gonna know what? I'm just wrecked.
0: He looks a little more concerned at that, furtively looking around his apartment. I mean, uh... Maybe you shouldn't have, you know, teleported inside here without checking. Sorry that's happened for you, but.
1: Nah, it's okay. It's okay. I'm. Oh, um, I got this. Uh... I'm a conduit. The con- um, yep, I got this. I'll just con- the lightning my way back out. I guess I could just open the door.
2: I right, I it's. I was gonna. What day is it? Did I miss the thing?
1: The what?
0: Uh the cookie thing.
1: Oh, that was today. It uh, happened. Dad won! He won real good. Well, it'll be a his muffins, cause he's a jackass.
0: Oh, that's uh that's real real good that he won. I was uh I was I was just on my way. I got uh interrupted by uh scratching his head looking around Looks a little bit more confused. Oh, what were, what were you saying? I gotta go. I, I guess I'll just see it work tomorrow
2: or something.
1: Yeah, I'm reinstated. She shakes her finger at him. That's real good. I don't have—I don't have an arm.
0: I mean, you got—you got one arm.
1: I'm gonna use it to open the door. I'll see you at work. Okay. And she leaves. I think Jean's <laughs> in the hallway.
0: Yeah, I think is, she doesn't
1: turn around right away.
0: Yeah, Jean is in the hallway waiting for you. When you open the door, there's a little ambient cloud of smoke that comes out with you before you shut the door. And Lepako turns to you and just arches an eyebrow.
1: She makes a very scrutinizing duck face at him.
0: Where's your uh, where's your boyfriend? Is he, is he not coming?
1: No, he's uh, he doesn't want to go.
0: Well, might be smart of him, but...
1: Maybe he's got a good reason.
0: Body he didn't tell you what it was?
1: Well, I just don't think he wants to see his ex.
0: Oh. Well.
1: What a pickle. How would this visually affect Athena?
0: You didn't ask what it was. No. It probably does something similar with Athena where it causes little glimmers in the color of her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like So maybe within the yellow of her eyes, there's just the occasional shifter speck of light. Let's see if Jean notices. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gene notices. Oh no, uh, you uh, you feeling all right there? You look a little. He just lets it trail off while staring at you.
1: I don't think I'm okay. You I think don't... I need to take a sec.
0: Yeah, you don't really look all right. What do you? What are you doing?
1: It was an accident. I didn't know.
0: What do you mean it was an accident? I don't. I, he just hand you something. and Say here. Don't. No, don't he fall was... over. He and... was
1: recharging. And it was just in the air.
0: What was just in the air?
1: I don't know. I didn't ask. She pulls on her shirt. God, it's hot.
0: Uh, Let's see if Gene has... Let's roll his common knowledge. (laughs) Gene's substance knowledge blew up an eight. Oh, my God. He motions you over and says, come here, come here.
1: She does. Very sullenly.
0: Puts his hands on both sides of your face. Pulls your eyelids apart so he can get a better look at you.
1: She tries to be cool about it, but I think she's frowning quite deeply.
0: He said he was recharging? Yeah. With glimmer? Oh. Your, uh, your boyfriend's, uh, well.
1: Listen, Gene, we're not perfect people. No, I should say not. Everybody's got their thing. Yep. I beat people up when I got people to beat up. This is just, it's just, it's
0: we're Listen, you, you can defend him all you want to. I ain't gonna stop you, but uh, it's not no, a very good look for an Inquisitor. No, it's a big, it's a big problem,
1: G. Yeah,
0: especially if he's, uh, not right in thinking he's a little too, uh, out there to be any good to us at all
1: right now? I could ask, but I don't think.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: You know, maybe he won't even remember I was here tomorrow.
0: Yeah, that'd sure be an improvement, wouldn't it?
1: I think it'd be better. I did break in.
0: It was a waste of time. Sorry. Not angry at you. What do I do? What do you mean, what do you do?
1: I don't know. Can I help?
0: Help. I just
1: want to help.
0: Help yourself get sober.
1: I don't know how to do that.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) She's very petulant. I'll read that. (sighs) Well, we damn sure got to get you cleaned up before we take you anywhere.
1: Jean, just fix me. Just, just t- take me and f- just fix me somewhere.
0: That, I, I can't really do that. Time, time <sighs> will heal this wound. And we don't have a lot of that, but uh, you'll be fine.
1: Maybe they're already started. Maybe I don't even need to be there. I don't want to see Angie. She's the worst.
0: Well, if you trust your friends with her.
1: Oh fuck.
0: I'm no expert on aerophysiology or narcotics or anything like that, but this ain't the kind of thing you just recharge with, you know, at all. At all. No, it's a drug, Athena. Could be worse, but it's a uh, it's pretty debilitating. Oh, I feel fine. Shut up. Listen, I know you're sweet on him, but don't stick up for him just cuz you feel like you should get yourself mixed up in something ain't your business or end up vouching for somebody who screws you over don't just don't do it
1: he's on the team his business is all of our business
0: well that might be a problem because you know thing about a team is it's like a chain and I think you know what I'm gonna say about links in a chain
1: Duh.
0: oh for, he might be a weak link is what I'm saying.
1: I don't think that's fair.
0: I think he's already proven that he is. And you're looking at it with warm, rosy goggles, but if you think about what's happening right now, we just left with nothing. We just wasted all that time. Well, I guess we it wasn't nothing. Now we know that we can't count on him. So, I'm sorry, but keep your game face on. And we'll deal with this mess once we're back. My um, game
1: face is always on.
0: Well, I think this game face... He waves a three-fingered hand there, says that you're losing.
1: I don't think she has a response. She just scuffs her feet and looks down at him, sad.
0: He might sigh to himself, but he does not address that or try to pep you up this whole time.
1: Athena doesn't need people to pep her up. She thrives on adversity.
0: (laughs) Gene certainly looks very worn compared to his usual passively upbeat self. But he's clearly fatigued and exhausted as well, but still trudging on.
1: I'm sorry, it's such a day.
0: And it ain't nobody's fault, or
1: no, it's it's my fault probably.
0: Oh, come on.
1: No, I mean I didn't get him. I didn't. I could have killed him in a park weeks ago, and I just missed him, and then none this would have happened.
0: If you would have tried to save Joel Shin, then probably would have got yourself killed. Never been here in the first place. So it's always wishful thinking about what you could have done, but it's gone. It's over. It's done. Just think about what you can do still.
1: Oh, Athena's weepy. Not sniffling, but she glassy. Yeah. Maybe it's the drugs. Maybe it's just it's been a hard one. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows?
0: One foot in front of the other, dear. Come on.
1: And she does. She does.
0: So you will be traveling back across the city with Jean to Club Pivo. Yes. Where you are intending on meeting Anji, Pavi, and Tuca. Yes. Okay. Well, since the rail lines appear to be either down entirely or moving at very reduced speed, your quickest bet is probably either going to be on foot or to hire some means of conveyance.
1: I think a walk would be good for Athena. It's actually
0: a lot cooler, a lot chillier than it normally is.
1: Probably because it was so warm inside. Maybe, yeah. It's what Athena's thinking. <laughs> sure, roll me a notice.
0: And what time of days is it the middle of the night right now?
1: It is the middle of the night. I'm going to Benny that. My hot dog. That's a seven.
0: Okay. Maybe you think that the temperature disparity is what catches your attention at first, but the longer you guys walk and the more you start to shake yourself out of whatever stupor you were just in, the more you realize that it is actually chillier out here. It's cooler than it normally would be at this time of night.
1: She's doing a very slow calculating lady with math equations face. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 time is it? It shouldn't be this cold.
0: Uh it's,
1: what is it like it's gotta be one or two.
0: Jean pulls out a watch, confirms that it's about that time.
1: Something happen at the mine? Do they have to discharge it again?
0: I don't know. Hard to say. Although, you know, everything seems kind of dreary.
1: Oh, no. Oh, what? Jean, you don't think... You don't think Zeeve took from the shard. You don't think he took the energy right out of there. Out of the, the husk. The building. It's hooked up to the main crystal. Did you just take it? Oh my <sighs> god, we're gonna fucking die! She says (laughs) getting very worked
0: up. I don't know. Um, You'd probably be in a better position to say than I would, but let me check. Several seconds later, he says, The lady upstairs says that could be, but we don't really know.
1: Gene, I don't want to go into the tunnels. I know. There's a good reason I'm not a Cassian.
0: Maybe they ought to be the ones taking the forefront on this.
1: They're just going to fall asleep. If they are, it's gotta be a tiny, tiny, tiny little strike team.
0: One step at a time, pulling back to show a pretty much abandoned street as you two continue walking through it. By the time you get to Pivo, you can't hear the thump of music from the outside as you would have been able to before, but you are able to make your way into the club. When you get there and present yourself, it appears as though they're waiting for you. The door is open, you go inside, pretty much vacant some of the flashing lights are still on there's much quieter ambient music maybe this would be the state of the club when it's closing time and they're trying to wrap everything up although it's obviously much earlier than that would normally be but you get inside the doorman who had opened it for you points you towards the back of the club into that hallway where you had previously gone to meet Anji in a room armor is absent the bar is empty
1: feels kind of like a trap Athena's very worried
0: Lopako walks in behind you as well following your lead
1: Oh, Gene, this is weird.
0: But what about it?
1: Why would they empty it all out? I mean... <laughs> when people get stressed, they come and drink. This place should be packed.
0: Well, yeah, but it also, you know, just happened a couple of hours ago.
1: Am I okay? Do I seem okay? Tell, Just tell me real straight.
0: It's probably taken you guys at least a half hour to come over here. You've come down a little bit since then. You still have your fatigue and smarts penalties, but...
1: Probably real tuckered.
0: You're certainly more tired and everything's still just a little... You got that brain fog going.
1: Athena walks on in.
0: You walk down the short hallway into the bohemian room of Anji.
1: She's trying to have her face be exceedingly business. (laughs) Sure.
0: Sure. Inside, Angie has decorated her room with measured extravagance. There's even a little mini bar off to one side, quarry lamps, flowing neon lights, rattling beads. She has a hot beads.
1: tub, doesn't she? She, ha-
0: she does have a hot tub in one God corner of damn. the room, glowing with that faint quarry light.
1: Like it's a hot tub of quarry or it has quarry-powered lamps?
0: You can make me a notice or maybe your knowledge quarry check. Skill, if you have that one.
1: It's a five for, for what? notice. For
0: notice. That would be at a minus two for notice because it's the less specialized Oh, well, that scale. would make it a
1: four. On account, I rolled a six.
0: I'm sorry, a minus two for the roll, not including your other penalties. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. So, That's a failure. Okay,
0: so that'd be a failure. Yeah. You can't tell from here. Maybe partly your brain fog. Look at it and everything sort of blends together. But on the inside, Anji is lounging on one little two-piece sectional couch Tuka is seated over by the mini bar, looking surly, and Pavi is leaning against the far wall. They're sort of in a triangle across the room. It is completely silent when you walk in. Anji is swirling a colorful drink in her hand and holds up her other hand in greeting.
1: Damn, sorry for killing the mood.
0: Oh, it's impossible to kill the mood in my room. Well, sorry. you say that. I'm under house arrest right now. I'm not allowed to leave. She looks over at Tuka.
1: Athena smiles at Tuca.
0: Tuca's arms are crossed and she looks over to you. She's got a scowl on her face, but when she looks over to you, she winks one eye. Nice. And her head tendrils bristle a little bit.
1: Well, we should get this done as quick as possible. I couldn't find it all. I don't know what's up. We'll just have to come back, fix that later. He's not going into the tunnels anyway, so.
0: I would like you to roll me a lie. For this, I'm going to say it's either going to be persuasion or performance, because oh, you are the liar.
1: Persuasion, so I'm going to roll that. Blew up both of them. Oh,
0: damn, okay. Uh,
1: that's a 10 with my fatigue.
0: And I'll spend one of Anji's bennies to try this again. Six.
1: Bloop six. No, no! a
0: six. No! A, six. This a three. bitch! 21.
1: I hate her so much. Mm.
0: She's sitting there watching you, one leg crossed over the other, right over the knee joint, and she's bouncing her leg. Her purple eyes dilate and then contract again and glow a little bit brighter, and she has a quirk in one corner of her mouth, and she says, oh, you couldn't find him.
1: Nope, let's get to work.
0: He is very unreliable. She not just... like
1: me, not like Angie, always here when you need her. We need you real bad right now, so just get just get your shit and get it in Too good, let's just go. Let's go.
0: She has mock reproach on her face and shrugs. So, well, if you're going to be bossy about it.
1: I could be bossier. It's been a fucking day.
0: Yes, I heard. She starts gathering her things together. She's seated in the left side of the love seat, and she reaches an arm out and pushes on the back of one cushion, pushes it forward like a flap, and it flaps over into more of like a medical chair.
1: Athena squints very dubiously at this.
0: She smiles at you and pats the seat a little bit. It's always warm. Ew. Figuratively speaking. So, a little bird told me that you are in the thick of things today. Maybe you could fill me in?
1: Yeah, I might as well. She's got the time.
0: And she goes about gathering together. She's got a little bag of either tools or utensils that she pulls out from a cupboard. Pavi is silent through all of this.
1: Athena goes to sit by Pavi, 100%.
0: Pavi is standing. She goes to
1: stand by Pavi, 100%.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and she gives you a nod. Pavi's expression is probably purposefully inscrutable. Anji moves about gathering all of her things, and Anji has hairs, a plum purple with yellow streaks in it. And she's got little faded purple lines of circuitry just beneath her skin, sort of like veins here and there. Sepia skin, mischievous look. As she goes to gather her things, she becomes more businesslike and then gestures at Tuca and jerks her head over towards the chair. Tuca casts a glance at you two before going to sit in the chair.
1: Athena nods with solid eye contact. We just got to get this done
0: basically asked Athena to fill her in on stuff, and this is another circumstance in which you can determine what, if anything, you're telling her, and we can fast forward through it.
1: I mean, she's got no reason to lie about shit, because it was horrifying, and Mm -hmm. she would love to talk about it some more. Sure. She gives a full recount of everything except what Zeeve said to her about purple eyes and stuff. Gotcha. Because that's very incriminating for this particular situation.
0: (laughs) Yep. So you're talking, and Anji's expression scrunches in concentration and thought. Without saying anything to you, after getting that done, she addresses Tuka. So, I know what we're putting together, but uh, you've got a little bit of stylistic control here, with how you wanted to look on the outside, so... And she looks over to Athena. Got more of the headband thing, Pavi has, you know, on the tips of the ears, so... Tuka looks over to you guys questioningly and i thought i'd get your input on what you think her implant should look like
1: what i was thinking is she has all these pretty little frill membrane feather dealies on her tendrils so i was thinking what if some of the feathery frills are gilded in a light metal acts like a deflection satellite array
0: i think that's cool let's go with that
1: so they just fancy
0: fancy frills
1: I don't know if maybe she would want them on a top layer of frills or a bottom layer of frills what would Tuka want
0: i would think it would be most effective if it wasn't as noticeable from like a practicality standpoint but it could also be you know an aesthetic flair.
1: yeah let's put it on top ones a light silvery makes
0: sense similar color palette to her normal white feathers but shinier catches the light sometimes Anji's arm is separated into these many smaller micro-tools for fine dexterity. Anytime you look at robotic automation on a conveyor belt, right? Like, you have Mm. these independent arms that move and do one specific thing. She has all these, except they're all coming from her arm, and they're working together to fasten and attach it together.
1: Talented lady. Allegedly. Chuka, these look good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's very stylish.
0: There's a moment where she... Makes to turn her head and realizes she won't be able to see it that way. There's a small side mirror that she can pull up and use to take a look at it and her tendril. All the ones that have been augmented poke up a little bit more independently so she can see them better. Yeah. Oh, well, I think I'll get used to it. It's a good look. Thank you.
1: While they're working on stuff, she leans over to Pavi and says, Did you find Roja?
0: Pavi doesn't look at you, but just shakes her head, pulls her arms against herself a little tighter.
1: She puts an arm around Pavi and pulls her in close.
0: She, again, doesn't say anything and doesn't change her expression, but definitely leans into you funks her head on you. As you guys are cozying up over there, Anji is getting to work on Tuka. Her left arm has separated, much like her right hand had split to reveal the gun muzzle previously. Her left hand forks outwards into many, many smaller spindly metal pieces, and they look like maybe tools or utensils. She is holding it out just above Tuka's head, and all of these much tinier arms are going in to do fine work. So she appears to have some sort of multi-tool installed in her arm. Gotcha. And she pulls out a tiny pair of half-moon spectacles and puts them on the bridge of her nose and is angling her head in such a way that she gets the magnification as she works.
1: Athena sees the glasses and says, What, you didn't build yourself a 20-20 vision? What an oversight.
0: <sighs> She's working and gets a small smile on her face and says, None of us is perfect. That would be very boring, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, it'd just be so unfair.
0: Besides, my eyes are good enough usually, but for fine work like this,
1: I need something a little bit more.
0: There's a small spray of sparks, and Tuka tries not to shift a little bit and just, Ah, damn, watch it!
1: I think it's gonna try and distract Tuka and ask, Did you have any trouble getting everybody home?
0: Oh, no. Place is a ghost town right now. At least, well, East City.
1: Did Dad stop to put Gooper away?
0: Yeah, uh, he insisted. I didn't want to argue with him on it. Didn't seem like we was about to be in too much trouble, and he was, uh, I think he needed another win.
1: That's good. I was gonna go put him away, if not, so. Good,
0: good, no good, problem. good.
1: Thanks, Tuca.
0: Yeah. As Anji continues to work on Tuca, she speaks directly to you, Athena, the first time since you finished your recounting. From everything you told me, it sounds like, uh, It sounds sort of similar to what we spoke about the other night, you know?
1: Oh, it's very similar.
0: And she looks between Pavi and Tuca and then back to you. I've never heard anything about the Yellow Eyes before, so that's sort of new.
1: If we don't stop this soon, you're gonna hear a whole lot about them, I would venture a guess.
0: So, um, what is your plan?
1: Oh, I got an excellent plan. Wait till you hear it. We're gonna go, and we're gonna kill this guy. That's my plan. That's the whole thing.
0: She nods appreciatively. It's very direct and to the point. I like it. Do you think it's going to work?
1: Oh, I hope so. Because here's my thinking. We've got... We've got... She's grasping for words. We need a small strike team to go in who will not fall asleep. I think that might be enough to confuse him just for a split second. All we need is a second and he's gone. People with that much power tend to overestimate their own abilities and they overlook silly things like holes underwater that no one would be able to find except my people who are looking.
0: That is true. If it's anything like what I've seen before, they can be really arrogant, very overconfident in their abilities. Not using their heads too much, but it sort of depends.
1: How many people like this have you dealt with?
0: Like this? None. That's what I said.
1: Okay, how many people adjacent have you dealt with? Ah, gee.
0: <laughs> She seems to enjoy the way you said her name. I'd be lying if I said I kept track after a certain point. Dozens? Do you keep track of all the bugs you squash?
1: They're people. <laughs>
0: She openly scoffs and stops what she's doing and looks over to you with an incredulous expression.
1: Listen, I don't know how this shit's getting into them, but they're still people.
0: No, they're not. They're beasts. Creatures that need to be put down before they hurt or kill others. If you don't treat them that way, you might be next. Just look at what happened to you last time.
1: Yeah, Anji, I'm aware what happened to me last time. And yet you're still
0: behaving this way. It's reckless.
1: Athena needs to walk out of the room for a second. She goes up to the the upstairs bar and pours herself a drink and just shaking her head, (sighs) muttering like, son of a bitch.
0: There's one guard or maybe the bouncer up there sees you go behind the bar.
1: She purposefully, in his eyesight, leaves cubes tinking onto the counter.
0: He looked like he was about to say something and then decided otherwise. Long day, huh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You good? Want one? She shakes a cocktail mixer with one hand.
0: He's reflexively responding in the negative and then nods fervently. Come on. Yeah.
1: She grabs some leaves. She doesn't know what the fuck it is, but she puts it in the cups anyway.
0: Big beefy human guy.
1: Slides it over. Thanks. Yeah. What do you know about Anji, man?
0: (sighs) Anji? What do you want to know?
1: What's her deal?
0: Oh, she's a pistol. Quick. She's got a wit.
1: I don't know if she's a pistol. She makes a ch ch -ch noise and makes a reloading motion with her whole arm.
0: He quirks an eyebrow at you. She She shrugs, shakes her head. He shrugs back. No, she's a- she rents space here for a long time. I know she and Arbor go back. She's a courier, got a lot of clients. People seem to like her. She's pretty cute.
1: Alright, fun talk. She just goes over the bar. She just slides over on her butt.
0: Listen, you're pretty cute too.
1: I mean, hey, thank you. She walks away. <laughs> <laughs> she needed that small win.
0: <laughs> he stays there, still sipping at the drink you poured for him. When you walk back, Pavi is standing closer to Anji, who is still working on Tuka. Tuka looks visibly more concerned now and is just looking between them. Uh, Whoa, and- what did I miss? Pavi seems like she had just finished saying something and has more aggro posture, but turns around and says,
1: Nothing. Athena hands the rest of her drink to Pavi.
0: She instantly downs it and then tosses the glass off to one side where it shatters.
1: Hmm. Athena smiles. <laughs> she doesn't have to clean that up. Oh, Angie, if you don't get that little herb out of the water, it's just going to stain your floor.
0: I needed an excuse to redecorate anyway.
1: Glad to help give you one.
0: You know, if you're a dead set on getting yourself killed, you might as well do it in style. Get you fixed up with that arm you wanted. You know, I've been thinking about designs for you. You've been thinking
1: about designs for me? Yeah. What do you got?
0: Oh, let me finish up here first. I made some drawings they are over there on the table. You can take a look.
1: She does, but begrudgingly. With stomps.
0: Shirts, a bunch of sketches on scribble-shroom paper. They are not well done, but they appear to be stick figures with over-exaggerated arm designs drawn onto them. Okay, It's just a bunch of different arm concepts. One of them's just like a big wiggly tentacle. One of them looks more like a crab claw. One that's just a pair of scissors, it looks like.
1: Scissors, Anji? <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do with scissors?
0: Listen, there are no bad ideas in brainstorming, okay? The final one on the list is literally just a metal rod. It's like a big metal bat.
1: She pokes the paper and says to herself, no, this, I could do something. with."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would pick that one. That's why I saved it for last.
1: Oh, yeah, because I'm just a beat stick? That is sort of the idea that I got
0: before I met you and then after I met you and then right now and probably in the future and...
1: Probably shouldn't even lean away from it.
0: Oh, I mean, you could probably live longer.
1: Eh, maybe, who knows? Her voice cracks towards the end a little bit. I don't know if I should get a new arm, honestly, tonight. I'm not going to have time to readjust to the weight. I haven't had one for a while, and I'm almost where I need to be.
0: Well, it's up to you. Okay, now I'm going to connect this to your brain, so you might not want to move too much leans around in the front of Tuca and says quite seriously, really, don't move.
1: Athena's tu- holding her breath. Yeah,
0: Tuca's eyes go much wider as she looks over to you.
1: Athena goes to hold her hand real quick if it's just dangling.
0: She gives you a death grip. She
1: squeezes her back.
0: There's a small drilling noise and, yeah, tu- <laughs> that face that you just made. <laughs> yeah, she grits her teeth and then there's a slight pop and... Tuca's face makes this weird spasm uh. and then settles back.
1: She makes nervous eyes from Tuka to Pavi.
0: There's a moment where everybody looks around worriedly till Anji says, Okay, that's probably good. Probably? I'm not the psionic, so <laughs> you want to test that out. You're sort of on your own. Hey, where's the doll? He could probably help you with that.
1: Hey, Anji, fuck off. I don't know. I said I couldn't find him.
0: Hmm. She puts her hands up defensively. Okay, okay, jeez.
1: Thank you for this fine work.
0: You're welcome. I
1: hope it is fine.
0: Oh, well, I hope so too, because now we're even.
1: I don't think we're going to be even the dog gets fixed up too, so.
0: Listen, I told you that you and your friends could come and I would do this for you, but you got one session. You I couldn't she... wrangle everybody together, huh?
1: If she rolled her eyes any harder, her eyes would dislocate.
0: I can fix that. <laughs> God damn it. You keep doing that, they're going to stay stuck that way. And you have such pretty eyes.
1: She doesn't want to respond to that kind of compliment.
0: This whole time, Pavi looks very tired and done.
1: Let's get out of here. We've got stuff to do. We all have to be back at the spire in the morning. Listen. It is morning. Oh, God.
0: Before, <laughs> before you all go, just think twice about what you're going to do. I know that this is... A big deal, and it's sort of unprecedented, but don't go charging in, because if it's anything like what I deal with, it's going to be bad.
1: This is the job. I saw thousands of people disappear in an instant. They were just gone.
0: And you're still here, so be thankful for what you have. How many chances do you think you're going to get like that, to just walk away, to live? Something big like that happens, and you're already at center of it. I don't know. You you do what you want. You're always going to do what you want, but uh bad move.
1: Wonderful sparkling sterling council. But I gotta go do it, because people need help.
0: Maybe including you.
1: You yeah, know maybe, but we're not gonna find out until tomorrow.
0: Good luck, I mean that. Thank you. You learned anything good about killing them? She makes a little finger gun motion. You let me know.
1: Yeah, we'll see if I make it out.
0: That's true. I hope you find Roja. Do you? I do. There's something... I don't know, spicy about her. I know she doesn't like me, but you know.
1: Ah, oh, She doesn't like me either, but I would very much so like to make sure she's okay.
0: So would I, but not going to trade my life for it. I have my own job.
1: Hmm. When I was in the cloud, Zeeve was just ripping red out of people. I think he was absorbing it.
0: Either that or he's helping me do my job.
1: Ah, I highly doubt it's the latter. I think he's amassing power, which is why we got to surprise him.
0: I don't think they can do that. What? Amassing power? What do you mean?
1: If you're, I mean, haven't you seen that?
0: Mm, What do you mean?
1: If you're around some person who has red and yet ice them, sometimes the red goes into other people. Uh. Might double up. Who knows?
0: I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, no, I've never seen anything like that.
1: Are you sure you have twenty twenty?
0: She narrows her eyes a little bit. You sure you're not seeing things?
1: No. Apparently I need to get my eyes checked.
0: And your brain, where you're at, That augment might be interfering with your survival instincts.
1: Oh no, those are very much intact, I just don't listen to them.
0: Then there is something wrong with your brain. Hmm. Just another reason why technology is better than biology. Good luck.
1: Thanks.
0: I hope to see you again.
1: Oh, fuck. I forgot your stupid jacket. She walks up the stairs (laughs) angrily.
0: I wasn't going to say anything, but I do hope you bring it back.
1: You can add it to my tab.
0: Pavi, don't go with her.
1: She walks back down the stairs. Excuse me?
0: I told Pavi she shouldn't go with you.
1: Why would you care? You left her to get shot to death.
0: Arches an eyebrow at you. I'm not going to sit here and discuss things that you don't know anything about, but I'm allowed to be concerned for my friends, too. Or do you think you have a monopoly on who's allowed to be friends with who?
1: Pavi's a big girl and can be friends with whoever the fuck she wants, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to get very angry when you say things like that.
0: What, wouldn't I tell her not to throw her life away for some stupid cause for people who don't even care?
1: Do you think I'm not guilt-ridden enough? She clomps up the stairs. She hopes she's knocking dust back into the room.
0: Tuka is following you, tenderly poking at her head a little bit.
1: You okay, Tuka?
0: Oh, yeah, I'll be fine. And she's moving her jaw at weird angles.
1: It took a couple days to get used to mine, too.
0: Did my jaw always go this way? That wouldn't be connected to the brain.
1: No, <laughs> I think you're just overthinking it.
0: All right. Javi had followed up the stairs very quickly after you and puts a hand on your shoulder. She she doesn't understand. You know, she doesn't get it. But I'm coming with you. You know that.
1: I know. But we We might we might not make it back out in this one. This is this is a big one.
0: She nods, looking pretty terrified.
1: We gotta have Roth come. If it's just the three of us. I think maybe we can make him see some sort of sense in that. I mean, he's a very powerful big man with the brain augment. Athena eyes the bouncer and slips into one of the circular booths with the curtains around them and draws it to have at least some semblance of privacy while they talk.
0: I'd be lying if I uh, said that having Roth there wouldn't make me feel better. At least this time.
1: Yeah, I think my, uh, my number might be up soon. He knows something's up with me. And he said, uh, oh, something real ominous like, you got secrets and maybe they'll be mine. So what secret do I tell him? I have so many very damning secrets right now. Maybe one would be enough. Give him whichever one makes you seem not dangerous, maybe? Would that be starting a mercenary company? I don't think that sounds very good. I don't know, um... Taps her eyes and shakes her head.
0: Mm. Yeah, she shakes her head immediately. No, 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 no. Not that one. Not that one. Not M- that one. Maybe something about Joel? And that's why you left to go to the surface. I mean, we could throw Silas under the bus. Who cares about Silas?
1: Oh, Pavi, I got some catching up to do with you. We found some uh, info brain digging earlier. not want to bring it up because it was feastable and we were eating. Uh-huh. Uh, Roth was there. Roth was there, and Silas was there when Joel dropped, and Suzette was there. Oh. Olivier. She looks meaningfully at Tuka.
0: Tuca, who's still fumbling with her head tendrils, looks over to you, far more alert. Oh. I
1: think she fucked up everybody's brains with Jex. That's why Silas is so god-awful sick and tired. She leans in real close. You have
0: green. Pavi's gaze darts around takes a moment to absorb all of that and then says "Ah, more information what do you think that means i mean they're in on it responsible for it or
1: i don't think he remembers what happened i think he knows that something did happen someone was in his brain so that's why he made or got installed maybe he manifested it is he linked i don't know i thought he was a psychologist yeah he's a psychologist i think i guess he can be both doesn't mean you can't i mean oh shit what could he still have a little extra something up, up there? You would know better than I would. Oh, maybe.
0: Tuka's scratching one talon on the scales of her chin. Not like I spent a lot of time around him, but I never seen anything crazy. But I guess it don't have to be visible.
1: He made a whole shelter of Earth when we were at the press conference. Like, he just shaped it. You can't do that as a psychologist, can you? Um, he just dug in his hands and it happened.
0: Pavi goes back and forth a little bit, bobbing her head. I know that psychology is, it's meant to be more changes to your own body and affecting the world around you using those changes. So... Mm-hmm. Rosie would be able to answer that.
1: Hey, it's gonna be okay. I hope so. Maybe she fixed her brain. Maybe she didn't fall asleep. Maybe she's helping... People.
0: That sounds like Rosia.
1: She was asking me how I made mine, my circlet, when we were coming here the first time.
0: Did you tell her?
1: Yeah, I think. I don't think it was very helpful, because I don't. I just kind of ate a lot of meat and then took a big nap.
0: Oh, well, I don't think Rosia's gonna eat a lot of meat.
1: Is she a vegetarian? She nods. But her legs are plants. Yes, well, <laughs> and <laughs> your arms are meat. You know what? Fairpoint <laughs> rescinded. She just sort she of waves says, her
0: hands in the air in exasperation.
1: That one's my bad. Uh,
0: we just have to just have to find them. That's all. We're
1: going to find everybody. Yeah. We're going to bring them home.
0: The three of us and Roth.
1: And Roth. We should go talk to uh, the mothman. You still have the speaker hooked up to your bike?
0: It's not, but it can be. What do you want to talk to him for?
1: His eyes in the sky might have better info. I mean, if we're going tomorrow, we gotta find out something, if he knows anything. Yeah, okay. What did Anji say when I was gone?
0: She was just being a smart mouth. She can take things seriously, but that's that's how she copes. By purposefully not treating things as seriously as they should most of the time. Feels like she's breaking things up or using levity or something.
1: Oh, there's a time and a place. I should know. It's true,
0: but that's just who she is.
1: Would it be okay with you if I went back down to talk to her real quick? I just gotta ask her one thing.
0: You I can mean, Talk to whoever you want, but what are you gonna ask her?
1: I'll tell you on the bike. Okay. Tuka, do you want to crash at our place tonight?
0: Oh, I wouldn't mind having somebody watch me make sure my brain ain't gonna fry or something.
1: I'm not gonna sleep anyway, so I gotcha.
0: Ah, uh, you ought to try.
1: I, I I oughta, but, you know, sometimes you just can't sleep.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll come with you, sure.
1: I'd rather keep all of us in one spot tonight.
0: No complaints from me, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. She's clomping back down the stairs. She holds up a hand to Jean to be like, I got this. Oh yeah,
0: Jean's been here too. Yeah. <laughs> He's just that.
1: around. He just blends yeah, in. Jean, he been... attended the Milford Academy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jean has been ambient this season. Ambient Lepako.
1: hmm Everywhere um, and
0: nowhere. So you walk back down into Anji's room. She's in the process of flipping the augmentation chair back into the love seat. She turns around and sees you and pulls the half-moon spectacles off of her face and tucks them away.
1: Athena, she doesn't look sheepish. She's not ashamed of what she said, but she's quieter as she comes back down, except for her loud steps.
0: She doesn't say anything when you come back on your own, and she moves to lean one arm against the minibar, casually awaits for you to begin the conversation.
1: I'm sorry, I got a little heated. I really appreciate what you did for Tuka.
0: She stands there in silence, waiting to see if there's more, or if that's where you leave it.
1: She walks over to the mini bar. Is there like a glass with umbrellas waiting for drinks to be put in? Is she is she an umbrella drink girl? I
0: use the phrase mini bar, but right. what I actually mean is it looks like a regular bar, just half sized, tucked away in one corner. You could find a little plastic container stuffed with these mini paper umbrellas.
1: She just takes one and spins it between her fingers. How long's it all been doing this?
0: Uh, what do you mean not being found?
1: You know what I mean.
0: Some of the humor leaves her face when you say that, and she tongues the inside of her cheek and bobs her head back and forth. About as long as I've known him, that's how we met.
1: You were a supplier?
0: After I found out where he was getting it from the first time, yes.
1: Where was he getting it from the first time? Must have been bad.
0: She looks like she's about to hesitate before answering that, and then she says, It was. But they're not in service any longer, I'm afraid to say.
1: That's but, a damn shame. Yeah, she
0: she does not look like she's afraid to say it and has a little smirk on her face. And when you say something to a similar effect, she looks even more pleased. Yes, isn't it?
1: How long ago was that?
0: Oh, two years maybe? Hmm. Two and a half? I don't know.
1: How'd you find out about it? What do you mean? His proclivities.
0: Oh, well... <laughs> Really, it's a funny story. Uh, he came to ask me some questions about some goings-on in the Underworld, as he is wont to do as an Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed that he had a, a certain gleam in his eye, and uh, that's where the conversation went from there. So I had my eyes open. Luckily, he did too. It's always good to have some regulators in the corner, isn't it? I
1: wish I had more.
0: <laughs> I think that does get a laugh out of her. When you play by all the rules, you have a certain type of friend. But for people like us, with greater callings, that isn't always the case. We can't afford to live by every little law they decide to impose. Sometimes, you need to break the ones that get in the way. I'm glad to know you have that flexibility.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. Depends.
0: Of course it does. Because if you break them all all the time, then you're just an outlaw. What's the point of that? There has to be a point. If you don't have a point, then it's just madness. That's my business. Keeping order within the city from threats that not everyone can see.
1: I talked to one of them.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) Did you learn anything? I think so. Oh?
1: There wasn't a person inside anymore. Like, it was still his body. No, I mean, it was still his body, right? Right. But we had him in lockdown for a couple days while the city was going crazy and I was asleep. Mm -hmm. But when I got to him, it was, he was gone and it was just whatever was in him. And it seemed like it had at least a baseline intelligence of its own. It wasn't hostile. Mm. I'm just saying, maybe there's more to it. Maybe orders should be questioned.
0: While you're speaking, she grabs an empty glass and is filling it up with another bottle of alcohol. And at the end, she says, You can put lipstick on a kaida and call it pretty if you want to, but that doesn't mean it's true. Of course, it's always subjective, but at the end of the day, it's still a kaida.
1: Maybe some kaidas are worth getting friendly with. Understand them a little bit more. We, I mean, life is on a spectrum, even these things, right? It's not all black and white, we exist in the gray. So maybe they do too.
0: I've never seen gray, but I've certainly seen a lot of red. (laughs) All the red I've seen is not been keen on talking to any particularly friendly end.
1: Maybe that's just because of who's in charge.
0: Well, even if that is the case, that doesn't mean we shouldn't have pause. You let them talk, look at what happened to you the other night. I don't mean to keep rehashing the same thing, but we went somewhere, and that was one that is clearly far gone, and even we ended up here.
1: Well, I wasn't really talking to do anything but buy time to get the civilians out. Sure, I could have killed that guy instantly, but the last one I killed exploded and half-killed me, so I couldn't I couldn't have that go off with these regular people in there. You understand?
0: I understand. I've never seen one explode before.
1: Oh, maybe I just got lucky.
0: It Sounds like it. Listen, all I'm saying is, it is better for you to live, than for them to live. And at the end of the day, that is what it always comes down to. I had one beg me to live once. It was at my mercy. And I was thinking about it. You know, just as a matter of course, because it looked so sad, so pathetic. And then, of course, it tried to tear my face off. So I killed it. Duplicitous. So... I agree, they can be just as much scum and monstrous as any one of our citizens walking around the streets, but...
1: The people it targets might be duplicitous. I don't think it itself is bad.
0: Maybe, but if you're going to say that... Yes, I know Dombas can't talk, but maybe one can. Maybe we should try to find the one Domba that can talk, because one time it made a noise that sounded like it worked.
1: To be fair, my dad can talk to Dombas. She taps her head and smiles yeah, at her. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. But you take my me. Instead of spending your time trying to disprove it, maybe they need to try harder and prove it to you. Don't get distracted. Do your job. Focus on what you need. You need to go in, you need to kill this thing, and you need to get those people out. Still a bad idea and you shouldn't do it, but if you're going to do it, don't second-guess yourself. Don't give him a chance to talk. Don't let him get in your head. Kill him, be done with it, get out.
1: Yellow eyes come from the tunnels. Cassians have been talking about them for ages. You should probably know about it.
0: I have never seen yellow eyes before.
1: They mainly stay in the tunnels. It's a ghost story.
0: I don't believe in ghosts either. But it sounds like it's someone else's job to kill them.
1: It's mine tomorrow.
0: I wish you luck.
1: Thanks. Zidal didn't want to come and see you.
0: That's not surprising. I hope he gets better. I hope you get better taste. He's just going to disappoint you.
1: Why do you say that?
0: She shrugs, gives you a flat look, because he's predictable.
1: It's kind of nice.
0: Even when all you can predict is disappointment.
1: So is that why you guys broke up? It disappointed you?
0: Anji regards you impassively for a moment.
1: For most of this, Athena's just looking at her hand on the bar, twirling the little umbrella.
0: Isn't that the usual reason that you cut people out of your life?
1: I don't know. I don't generally do it.
0: She has a thoughtful expression. Maybe that's why you're so bogged down.
1: I'm not bogged down. I'm bogged up. That might be different.
0: Bogged up with disappointment.
1: Is that shit hurting him? He told me no, but I didn't really believe him.
0: I'm not an expert. I don't know what it does to... Long-term processes, I can't say, but it isn't good for him, and even if it's not causing permanent damage to him, it affects his actions, which always have permanent effects. So, I think you already know the answer to that, seeing as he's not here with you.
1: How old is he?
0: She has another thoughtful look. The answer to your question is not the same for Doro as it might be for a human or Ori. It's important. Why?
1: I can't tell you.
0: This is sometimes a point of prejudice between Arrow and Organics. Because you base so much on that number. If he has not told you, then no, neither will I. Don't make a project for you. Go out and find someone nice, someone better. Not some... Eh, never mind. Do what you want.
1: He makes me smile, and that's more than most people, so I'll see you later, Anji. Thank you for your help.
0: Did he make you smile tonight?
1: Before or after I got hotboxed, she says on the way out.
0: She has a pinched smile and nods to herself, but does not reply.
1: Athena likes getting the last word, even if it's a bad one. (laughs) Athena goes back up to rejoin her group with a quick nod, jerks her head over towards the door. Let's get out of here. I've had enough clubbing for one night.
0: Your friends saddle up and get ready to ride, figuratively speaking. In terms of commands, you can either walk, you can try to get a domba cart to take you, something like that. I would
1: love a domba cart.
0: You hitch a ride with somebody who's hauling goods across town.
1: A shot of them swinging their legs on the back of the cart, mm-hmm. bumping along the road.
0: The still relatively empty roads. You see a lot of people hanging out in doorways or sticking their heads out windows from the buildings around you, but not a lot of people in the streets. A lot of eyes cast upwards. Not the sky, but, you know, what passes for the sky yeah. down here. You had requested that Pavi get her speaker and her bike, and you mm-hmm. wanted to go try to communicate with Halarishi.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Two of you can fit on that, but that's it, so...
1: I mean, Tuka did just have surgery, so maybe they just prop her up on the couch with some food and a blanket. And Athena tucks her in like, don't go anywhere.
0: <laughs> oh, how could I now?
1: I know. Do you maybe. need anything before we go?
0: So, two, what, what kind of food did you give her?
1: Leftover lo mein. Lo mein, okay. Something. Athena likes lo mein quite a bit because it's very filling and very cheap.
0: She's got a bowl of lumine on her chest, but she herself is all tucked in. Her <laughs> arms are down. She says, I, I think I got a bit of a problem here.
1: <laughs> Only if you let it be.
0: If I get stuff on the floor, I'll clean it. <laughs> I promise. No worries. All right. Well, I'll be here. Y'all S- be safe.
1: You too. Stay cozy. Done. Jean, Javi and I are going to have to go alone on this. We're not all going to fit on one bike, and I don't want She spooked. We'll come right back.
0: Yeah, I get it. I don't think, given what we've seen, you're going to be in that kind of danger going over the water. But don't take any detours or nothing.
1: That's not really the plan.
0: Well, stick to the plan.
1: Yes, sir.
0: He gives you a look that says, you both know that your response is middling at best, <laughs> but that he can't do any better than that.
1: She goes out with Pappy down to the garage.
0: You guys can gather everything up. It takes Pavi a couple of minutes to affix the speaker to the front of the bike as it had been previously, but before long you guys are saddled up and ready to go out, and she can certainly fly you out over the water, the familiar wub-wub in the air as you fly up over the skyline of the city into the darkness above. The darkness is even more foreboding. Usually it's not foreboding just because the lights are a little bit brighter, but with the dimness it just doesn't quite look like the caldonics you know from up here. But you fly out, it's even colder up here, with the wind resistance and the lack of warmth.
1: Do their cycle helmets have little shortwave communicators in them? Sure, yeah, that makes sense. It is freezing.
0: Poppy's voice comes back a little chattery. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's a little worse than it normally is, but I don't usually fly at this time of night anyway. <laughs> Especially out over the water.
1: Something's wrong.
0: Hmm shots of you guys drifting further into this expansive darkness with the dots of light from quarry crystals far far in the distance above and around you the lighthouse is still a beacon it's always a beacon but it too is not quite as bright as it normally is as you're flying out here pavi's head is on a swivel looking all around for any sign of mist or fog or anything of that nature but it appears to be almost entirely clear which is also in itself somewhat irregular.
1: Huh. Does Vi have anything to say about that?
0: Make me a spirit roll to see if you can open your connection here.
1: Wow. Now I spent a penny. Yes. Pff. My god, 26.
0: Wow, okay. What are you specifically trying to get Vi's opinion on?
1: Questioning about the lower Cory presence in the city.
0: You got a very high roll. You get a couple of quick mental flashes from Vi sends you right back up into that cloud where you were hours before dangling from Lepaco as you're drifting slowly by all of these asleep people with those motes of red tumbling through the air and that great yellow eye staring at you. And then as your vision fades back, maybe the eye is superimposed over where the lighthouse is and then your vision fades back to what it was and it's just the lighthouse again.
1: She nods, putting out a feeling of thanks for coming out to chat.
0: Feeling is also uncertain. Vi doesn't appear to have any intimate or direct knowledge relating to what you're you're asking. You can feel that uncertainty.
1: I think the cloud drained the city. Everything's so dim. It's so cold. I think it took something.
0: Hope it comes back.
1: Well, it always does. Right? Yeah,
0: it always does. Why wouldn't it now?
1: If the shard was a link, I mean, it draws so much from the mines in an auxiliary capacity. Like, if it. If the cloud was sucking energy out of the husk of the shard, maybe it was coming from the mine itself. So, we got drained twice in one day.
0: Makes sense. I don't have the training that you do, as far as that's concerned, so I don't know what that would really mean. I just know that it's bad to let the crystal build up too much, because then, you know, things happen.
1: Better to keep it low. But not good that he's got a power boost. No, no I mean, maybe not. that's how he stole so many people. Maybe it's expended. Maybe that's it.
0: I like that one better than the alternative.
1: Me too.
0: She revs the engine as you continue wubbing your way over the water.
1: Thanks for coming tonight. I know we, it was hard.
0: I'm, I'm with you. I don't... Where else am I going to be? It feels good to just be doing something.
1: Objects in motion. Yeah. She took one science
0: class.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Javi probably have a better grasp on that than her.
0: That's true. You just gotta stay in motion. Can't stop. Nope. All right, where do you want me to go?
1: She wanted to head around the bend where they found the barge the first time, Mm -hmm. because it might have eyes on that regardless. Mm -hmm. And it's also around the bend, which might dampen the sound a little bit, and visually from the glowing moths if they decide to show up. So it's a nice little hideaway to start blasting her sweet tunes. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Yeah, you guys reach around the bend there. You are drifting in almost complete darkness with still some quarry crystals along the wall. And because this is a little bit more of a funnel choke point, the walls are closer. So you're not completely trapped in darkness, but still dreary. What sort of tunes are you blasting?
1: Whatever got their attention the first time, circling around the lighthouse, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it would have been that Pavi was playing, but I think she'd ask Pavi for that.
0: Electronic synthwave type Mm. beat. It's not so much music as it is more of just a rhythm, right? Almost like a drum beat. She turns on the speaker and engages that beat, and you guys hover in the air as it reverberates out into the darkness beyond.
1: Maybe pull some donuts. I don't think it'll help. I just think it'd be nice. Yeah, it's just she's grasped on with one fucking arm. You can have
0: a Benny for that. You know, it it did work pretty well last time.
1: It did. It was amazing. We gotta gotta go
0: find him and just do a bunch of donuts (laughs) around A bunch of donuts. For the first time tonight, she has a smile on her face and then sets to work and starts peeling donuts in the air. The sound begins to bounce off of all these different walls and echo in strange ways and overlaps at times.
1: Athena says, you should open a bakery. These donuts are hot
0: (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I could never open a bakery. I would get so fat.
1: Maybe that's a retirement option. Retirement. It's a pipe dream, but
0: feels like it.
1: What do you want to call it?
0: Go nuts! I love it. But can we also sell nuts?
1: I don't see why not. They're hard to get down here, so maybe it's an artisanal store. Oh, imports.
0: Imports. Um, no, no, I don't. I don't want to give Sato Novi any money.
1: Who says Sato Novi's the one importing it? Oh! Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds
0: illegal, but.
1: No! I'm more
0: in favor of that.
1: <laughs> My criminal empire! <laughs> Delivering nuts!
0: <laughs> you guys laugh as she pulls more donuts, and then, less than five minutes later, you see orange specks of light flicking to life in the darkness. Oh, yes! until those orange dots are covering the opposite walls to where you are. A voice echoes out from both sides in the cavern. You called. I have answered.
1: Thanks, Halarishi. Appreciate it. Oh, I just start talking now. My turn, I guess.
2: What is it you seek?
1: Uh, you know that cloud earlier? Yes. Where did it go?
2: Why do you wish to know?
1: It stole people from the city, and we have to go get them back.
2: And it is your intention to go destroy this beast?
1: On a nice day? Gosh, I'd love to talk first, but it might be too aggressive. Didn't seem exceedingly stable. I wanted to get your thoughts, because I still don't know anything. Hmm. Is the Prisme okay?
2: Your concern is noted and appreciated. I do not know you. It is better than had it stayed with you.
1: That's good. Yes. And Isaac?
2: Better than
0: the Prismay. Good. Still not prepared.
1: Nods. Her grip on Pavi tightens a little bit.
0: Reaches back and pats your thigh.
2: It was difficult to miss where the Tempest retreated to. I will show you if that is your desire.
1: I think that would be smart. Have you felt any yellow stirrings under the water? Because, man, I'd love if there was a back door. I know he likes to dive, or at least he did before he started going power crazy. I think he drained the main crystal in the city.
2: Water does not suit me. I know where the entrance to the cavern lies. Beyond that, I cannot say. But it is possible that it has found a greater source. This would explain what has transpired.
1: So one one person shouldn't be able to do that by themselves. Am I right in that?
2: Yes. Because
1: that was horrifying. I was in that.
2: You have my condolences.
1: He was ripping red out of people. What? It was just escaping when they fell asleep in the cloud. He was siphoning all of it.
2: To what end?
1: I don't know. I barely even saw it, but I I know I did.
2: It is... Gorging. Gorging? Yes.
1: That sounds frowned upon, from your tone.
2: It is an addict that has found most delectable morsels.
1: What's gonna happen to the people that got it ripped out of them? Are they gonna be ashen?
2: That would depend on the state of the parasite. If it has not grown, if it has not manifested anything, they may be fine, but... If there was symbiosis, it may have greater effects.
1: I found out something you might find interesting. Yes? You don't remember why you were saving Silas, do you? I know you saved him from assassins. Go on. But I also know you told me not to trust the green below. Silas used to have green eyes,
0: Um. but not anymore. The orange light on one of the walls specifically, there's a fluttering as the moths rearrange themselves and create those spectral eyes again.
1: Athena makes a big eye contact, flipping up her visor.
0: How did you come by this knowledge?
1: I was getting to know what I'm vesseling, and it saw it in a different body from before. Is it a mantle? Does it pass person to person? I just don't understand. And I know you know more than you're telling me, obviously. I just don't want to get in over my head because I want to help you. It's hard because I don't understand enough to connect dots.
0: I'll let you make a persuade flat without your penalties.
1: Not fatigue or anything?
0: Don't apply any penalties. Okay. I will give you a bonus to negate those penalties based on how you've presented this argument.
1: Thank you. I would like to use my adventure card. eh? (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. What do you got?
1: inspiration. We only have one shot at this. It's all or nothing, gang. Friendly characters, including your hero, add plus two to all trait rolls for the rest of this round.
0: Okay.
1: I'm cool if that just extends to this roll. Sure. I got a four. Plus, uh, two, plus is two is, six. is a six. I want to it one time to see if I get a raise. Sure. Because I think that'd be neat. Mm,
0: it's pretty possible.
1: Yes! That's a twelve. Twelve
0: is a success with two raises. There's... A very long pause. The lights that are not making up the eyes start to wink out so that all the light is consolidated on one side. That mass congeals together and begins to float over towards you in the more grotesquely humanoid shape of moth halarishi.
1: Pavi hasn't seen this yet. She just whispers, it's cool, it's cool, don't worry, I did this before. Yeah, it's just really unsettling.
0: Instinctively starts to pull away, but then... At your words, goes back to a steady hover. Halarishi floats over towards you with moths fluttering at the edge of his body to maintain aloft, and he floats around you in zero gravity, almost.
2: I have told you before that I have taken oaths to keep my silence on many things, but I believe that you are trying to do what you believe to be right. This is commendable, if foolish. Ah, well... What you ask is uh, not a simple answer, it is different for many. We are as varied as, as you, as your people. The combination of so many variations often feels limitless. Your particular situation, I have not encountered before. If you are accessing memories that are not yours-
1: I know it was never meant for me, it just kinda happened this way. I never intended for any of this.
2: No, I will tell you to be cautious because what you are seeing are likely fragments and you do not have the perspective to fully understand what is being presented to you. It is possible that they were emotionally significant or perhaps only significant to the one witnessing them for reasons you could never know.
1: Like a touchstone in a timeline?
2: This is not the worst way to consider it.
1: The purple's all worming its way into the city through Laracorp, is all I've been able to find out. So I'm assuming maybe it, it maybe it was from the surface?
2: If your oculus had green eyes, he's not to be trusted.
1: Doesn't have them anymore. He doesn't even remember that he had them. Jex and Suzette Olivier tore it out of his brain, I'm pretty sure.
0: His orange lights dim and then brighten a bit as he continues floating around. If he had green eyes once... Then it begs the question
2: of what happened to him.
1: I don't know. Maybe they're still in a crystal somewhere. If they displaced it sloppily, because I saw his brain in a memory. It's a disaster.
2: Severing post-symbiosis was proved to be difficult.
1: Especially if it was as riled up as it was. Indeed. I have a question, and it might be dumb. I just don't know. Do your people... And the Arrow come from the same place? Because I met someone whose job from the Arrow Council is to kill all of these red-eyed things on sight, but doesn't know why they're doing it. So why would the Arrow Council have a say in that? Why would they care? Are they trying to reclaim moats of what they think could have been them? Do they know about you?
2: I cannot say.
1: Can't or won't.
0: I cannot say. Oaths. Continues to float.
1: Well, good. Feel like I'm onto something there. Otherwise, why wouldn't you continue?
2: There may be a time when one's spoken word means so little that it can be broken freely, but that is not this time. Not from me. Not yet. I will keep my promises as long as I am able.
1: I understand, and I respect that, but you might be driving me to other sources who will tell me that you don't want me talking to. And I don't want to talk to them either, but I have to figure this out. Is that a threat? No, it's not.
0: The moth spread out a little bit to make him twice as big as he was before. Lena's not scared you. of that,
1: honestly, after today. Oh, real quick. You gave me an advance for this session. Mm -hmm. I bought off her hindrance, phobia, minor of orange light.
0: What has caused this phobia to be shunted to the side? You're just jaded at this point? I
1: think so. She saw a lot of really terrible shit today. So she's like, God, I can't be, I can't be afraid of that.
2: And who would you go to? What sources?
1: She just looks down at water lapping at the edges of the cavern walls. We're on a timetable here, crunching in on everybody. And I don't want this whole city to explode because I didn't know one piece of information. I don't know what's important until it's too late. And I have a pretty wide net, but I'm just dredging up garbage.
0: Overconfident baby. That's great. I love it. I'm trying Poppy's to-
1: Pavi's like <laughs> sucking back further into her neck. Is Pavi's rattle going at all?
0: When Halarishi inflates and looms, Athena is not flapped, but we can hear Pavi's rattle going in her throat as the bike revs and pulls back just a little bit. It's okay. She glances back to you with wide eyes, but nods and tries to settle back.
2: Seeking information and power from sources you do not understand is how we have found ourselves here to begin with. Do not be so foolish. Do not cause all the sacrifices that your people and mine have made to be in vain. Stay above the water whenever you can.
1: We might have to go under it tomorrow. I know that. So... Be swift. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Gestures with her shoulder where her severed arm was. Lack of information lost me an arm. So I'm trying not to make my life be lost as well. Because my purple's just getting settled in and I'd hate for it to have to jump ship already.
2: Time is the true currency. And your people are so desperate to trade time for power and knowledge.
0: How so? Makes a gesture with one lumpy arm.
2: What you have just said. You threaten you will go to another source for information. We'll go. See where it ends up. What ruin you will bring yourself to.
1: Why did it reach out to me then? I have to be prepared if it does it again. I'm not making grand statements as a threat. I'm very concerned.
2: Then stay away from it.
1: I was at dinner inside the city when it contacted me the first time. I didn't seek it out. Mm. I was just having dessert.
0: she waves a lumpy arm again. So you sit at a picnic and
2: complain that a bee comes by. You know how to avoid a bee? Don't go outside. What more can I say? I cannot control them any more than you can.
1: When I talk to him in the cloud he was doing some god talk that we'd need him when we find out what's coming what could be coming that we'd need that much power to (laughs) fight is he just talking himself up is there nothing
2: he could be lying he could know something that we do not you have already seen what potential there is for one perhaps there are others that he knows of Perhaps he has found something else. I don't know. It is possible. As I have said, he behaves like an addict. It is possible that in his euphoria he was simply boasting.
1: He dives a lot though. Could he have been talking about the green eyes?
0: He could.
1: What's her name?
0: That is going to be another role. Regular persuade with your penalties. So wait. is
1: my card still in effect?
0: Yeah, it's the same scene, so I guess you're a plus one.
1: That's a nine.
0: Success with a raise.
2: There was a time when there were no names, but since that time, Sha
1: Little apostrophes. She draws one in the air.
2: I don't know. However you like, I sincerely doubt that it can write its own anyway.
1: Now you can spell it out in Fish. Was Roth involved with you at all, the Arbiter? With me? Yeah. Or did he seek elsewhere? Because I know he was involved with Joel. Also, the parasite seems to know Joel. And why can't I say his name? Is it a summon? Will he just show up? Because that would be awful. Does it give him power somehow? that cult in the city, the warden's, seemed very interested in getting people to chant his name, and I tried to shut him up real good, but, you know, I'm only one woman.
2: Hmm. Reality is what we make it, and in many ways is a reflection of what we are. The parasite is a creature of ambition, passion, greed. It wants to be known. It wanted to be on its own. It did not want to share, and so it did not. I do not speak its name because that is what it desires. I understand. If you go back far enough, and you don't need to go back very far, everything was interconnected. We all were.
1: Seven years? Yes. What happened, Joel?
2: You know what happened to Joe Shin. Died? Yes.
1: But in service of what? Did Jex drop him down that hole, or did he- did he walk himself?
2: I don't remember. That is the big question, isn't it?
1: It is. Because apparently Zeev knows. Because Silas knew.
2: He's lying to you.
1: Probably, but how would he know to drop that?
2: Does he have Silas?
1: He does. He's eating him.
2: That does not surprise me. It is an addict. A creature of hunger and desires. Knows only to indulge itself.
1: So he's still a bit of a parasite even after shifting, huh?
2: That is not a parasite.
1: I meant more as a concept than a title.
2: Yes. The Prisme, the Unshackled. They can escape the influence.
1: But what I have isn't a Prisme. It seems like it likes being purple, but I don't know what else it could shift to.
2: It depends on you and the source. If you are in line, then perhaps its nature remains fixed. If it changes, if you change, perhaps it does as well. We're all unique. Everyone, of us. Your people and mine.
1: Were we all together before? I feel like I would remember that.
2: I do not know. I do not think so. But you now see what happens when this power runs wild, when it is not kept in check. When it finds a source, a battery, so to speak.
1: I mean, maybe it's not that it's unchecked. Maybe the people that have it just need to be taught and not have to just learn it by themselves.
2: I agree. This is true.
1: Then we should do something about that. Yes. I don't know if you can float a chalkboard, but I'd be willing to take a class.
2: You are responsible for others, yes?
1: Yes. They share mm. this
2: responsibility but again secrecy has been decreed that was the agreement but this Zeev shakes its head a little bit it goes too far this is not a teachable moment
1: oh I don't intend on teaching Zeev I'm just hoping to take him to school
0: It's <laughs> good
2: you can have a penny for that Thank you. you do remind me of Joshin in your own way
1: did you know him for a long time
2: longer than most
1: Did he have green? Yes. I thought so. Then how could it be all bad? Because I'd trust Joel Shin with my life. If he was still around to, to trust it with.
2: You have listened to what I have said, yes? Yep. Then you know it is possible to grow to change when the shackles are removed. Hmm. If a man has a gun, he is a rubber. But if you take his gun and give him a hoe, he's a farmer. Are you sure? No, but there is a chance.
1: It's a hive mind, right, Green?
2: It was. Perhaps it still is, in a way.
1: Did Joel get absorbed into it? I mean, if you drop down into a pit of Corey, vaporized, it said it remembered me. Maybe that's why.
2: That is the most likely explanation. You should concern yourself less with Joel Shin's ultimate fate. It will not change anything for you.
1: I know. It's smart. But we all have our ties, right?
2: Yes. Joel Shin would tell you that your goals are admirable, but not to lose sight of what is achievable. Focus yourself on one task at a time.
1: I guess I should focus up, big day. Thank you for your help. Good luck with whatever you're doing. Seems important. She extends a hand towards the moths, (laughs) gripping onto the cycle with her thighs so tight.
2: It is important. I do wish there was more I could do at this time, but that
0: is not yet possible.
1: I understand. Disappointed, but I understand. You do not, but... I take your meaning.
0: You will extend out a lumpy moth hand. Please do not squeeze.
1: I will not. She just up and downs. (laughs) Maybe She just explodes out into a cloud of moths to lead them back to wherever the cloud was going.
0: The moths fly in that double helix pattern, leading you back. It's over by where you saw the barge tumble down to that bottomless recess. Within a hundred yards of that, there's an area where the water is slightly choppier than everywhere else. The moths spiral around there Hmm. and then form back into him. It would be best to strike soon before it has a chance to
2: regroup its strength.
1: We're going first thing in the morning. Hours. We're gonna get it done. One way or the other. Very well. Keep your eyes on the skies.
2: I shall. I hope you succeed. If you do, we shall speak again. Find the source of his power. Cut him off from it. That is your best chance to survive, to defeat him. Do not bargain. Do not make deals.
1: No plan to. She taps her eyes. I think I got it.
0: He inclines his lumpy head. I hope you succeed. The clump of moths disperses immediately. All the individual motes of orange light on the wings of the moths spiral up and away from one another, like embers from a flame.
1: Athena pats Pavi's shoulder. How you doing?
0: (laughs) What's one more weird thing, right?
1: At least he's nice. Mostly.
0: Well, he was far more talkative than most things.
1: Maybe he's lonely. (sighs) Maybe. Isaac doesn't love to talk, and if they've been hanging out for weeks, he's probably bored.
0: Pavi revs the engine and begins steering you guys back towards the city. She's silent after you say that, before she responds. I think that even if this Halorishi seems nice, if he has Isaac, and you run into Isaac, you need to be prepared for maybe it not being Isaac. I know. She nods a little and doesn't press the issue.
1: I feel like I would know if it was. Why? And if it wasn't. Cause we, we, <laughs> we spent over six years pretty much every day. I would know.
0: You would know what?
1: If it was him. Why are you so angry?
0: Well, because she thought basically the way it sounded like you were presenting that is that you have this feeling from here that like you know he's oh, okay no. and she was gonna be like what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about we grew up about? together <laughs> and i had to come to the surface to find you <laughs> you dummy damn but
1: <laughs> she would know that it's isaac
0: <laughs> yes amending that
1: i might leave that in <laughs> please,
0: yeah, please do <laughs> i believe that you'll be able to tell just don't Ignore warning signs, if they're there. That's all.
1: I don't have a luxury to. She nods again. Speaking of warning signs... I, um... I think I know where Silas's green eyes are.
0: Oh, what do you mean? Where?
1: I think there's a doll.
0: The bike swerves a little bit in the air.
1: She clamps onto Polly like, hey! I... What,
0: what do you mean you think there's a doll?
1: There's just too much that adds up. He's gotta be young for an arrow. He's real cagey about his age. and he, He's never said anything that would correlate to the past, like, three years or more. So, uh, he's new, and he has these dreams about Jex in the room with Joel. How would he have those dreams? He would have had to be there. That's why he didn't turn me in the first, you know, time I didn't lie to him about everything. I don't think he knows, though.
0: Pavi is listening in silence, probably not sure what to say or how to respond to that.
1: I just don't know what to do. Uh, I don't. Maybe I don't have to do anything, but
0: I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say to that.
1: Because like, is that has, even possible? I don't know. We don't know anything about arrow because we're not in the alloy. We don't know how they're made. We don't know why they're going around killing these red-eyed things. Yeah. I guess. Cause Silas was up on that catwalk and the green in his brain was real scared because I felt it. Silas and Zidal both think each other are familiar, it just makes sense.
0: I mean, okay, what do we do with that? Just keep an eye on him? Yeah. I mean you heard what Halerishi said.
1: Which part?
0: I don't know the part about the green being really bad. What does that mean if are you saying that's Zadol?
1: Maybe he was a Prisme. He changed. Second chances.
0: Maybe. Do you think he'd go back to it, or lead it to us?
1: I don't think he. He's never met it. He's got familiar feelings about the orange eyes and all the moths. So, but mm. Halarici and Silas obviously knew each other before both their brains got fucked.
0: Oh boy. As you're having this conversation, you clear back into the city skyline. All the dim lights in the distance reminding you of this slumbering city.
1: I'm sorry I was late to the meeting tonight.
0: It's alright.
1: Probably, I got some bad news.
0: More bad news, you say?
1: It's right. a more personal level of bad news.
0: Okay. Well, what's going on?
1: Zadal's on at least one drug almost constantly. And I got hotboxed in his apartment when I went to try and find him. And he was just... He wasn't even coherent. I wasn't even coherent until I took a walk. I don't do drugs, Pavi. I have enough problems.
0: Who? Uh, I'm sorry. That's... Really bad for us. Oh, boy.
1: She just thunks her head into the back of Javi's shoulders.
0: sure know how to pick him, don't we?
1: My success ratio's pretty good on that. only ever picked one dude.
0: (laughs) Snorts a laugh. At least he'll be safe
1: through all this? What do you mean?
0: I mean, he's not coming with us, that's for sure.
1: Well, he's not going into the tunnels, but I'm going to need him to be our relay.
0: What do you mean, our relay?
1: we're going into the tunnels so we're gonna need to do checks every 30 seconds until we hit this cloud it just cuts us off and if we get cut off we're gonna need pacifiers immediately so he'll be on the outside directing that is my idea i i don't really want him in charge
0: of that if we can't even trust him
1: we can't trust anybody else in our heads
0: what about your grandmother
1: that is an excellent point, but she won't be hooked up to pacifiers that are right outside. We can't just cut him out, it would be suspicious. He... he'll get his brain right. We're not going for a couple hours. <laughs> he maybe won't even show up for work. I don't know, Poppy. This is a mess.
0: I'm sorry that... I'm sorry, but... I'm not putting my life in his hands. I'm not doing that, Athena. If we can't even trust him, to, we need to look for other solutions. Just in case.
1: We can talk to Jean when we get back. Maybe we can have my grandma... patched on in. But we'd have to see her to get the relay up. I just don't know. We're gonna run out of time, Poppy. Maybe. We could have an auxiliary, Psionic. But I don't trust anybody else in my head. That was the whole point of tonight. It was supposed to be.
0: Guess we'll do what we can with what we have.
1: Man, I wish I was a psionic. It would be so much easier. Instead, I just shoot lightning out of my hands. What good is that?
0: Yeah, what good is that? Teleporting and...
1: Hasn't been working so good lately.
0: It must be so terrible to be able to just do things. Hmm. That sounds really hard, you know.
1: Well, I can't build super cool boomboxes. Yeah, because you never
0: had to. Because you can just do things. She sounds definitely a bit frosty. She do you has... want to make
1: a noise violation? What? Gestures at the stereo in front of Pavi.
0: Is this the best time for that? No. You're right. And she <laughs> flips it on, blasts that same music that she had been out on the water, except this time as you guys fly over a relatively desolate city.
1: Pavi, can we stop at the mines?
0: I I guess so, but why?
1: Well, if we're having a war table first thing in the morning, we're going to have to know the state of the minds if the whole city is drained like this. Look at that! The train! It's barely even moving!
0: Well, you guys, it's slowly sliding on the- We're
1: outpacing it.
0: No, easily. (laughs) Easily. (laughs) Easily. Yeah, sure. We're already out. Might as well. You think your granddad's going to be okay with that?
1: (laughs) No. No, he's not going to be cool with it. But we are regulators, and I am reinstated, and we're on the job.
0: Yes, ma'am. She cranks the handle of the hover quarry cycle, and we get a panoramic cityscape shot tracking you guys as you fly between the buildings, heading to the southeast corner of the city, where there is the wide, gaping maw of the mines. Hello. Hi. Salutations.
1: (laughs) Thanks for waiting ever so long for this new neon heat. We're really getting into it, guys. People are on drugs. We're going to go die in a tunnel. We'll see.
0: Sprinting towards the end of a season.
1: Who knows how many more episodes it'll be.
0: If I had to guess, I would think three, two to three. Probably two to three. And I'd say this a lot, but it really just depends on what you as Athena do.
1: And you know Athena loves to have drawn out conversations.
0: I'm a fan of that. And I would think that anybody who's made it this far is probably also okay with that.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks.
0: Thanks. Thanks for listening to us. Prowl on. Thank you to the folks over at the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, who you can find at peginc.com for use of the Savage World system. This week, we had music from a number of talented artists, notably. Do we use Crockett?
1: Yeah, and Waveshaper. <laughs> Crockett.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Crockett and Waveshaper.
1: Who you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and crockett.bandcamp.com and Waveshaper underscore SWE on Twitter and Waveshaper1, the number one.bandcamp.com.
0: Nice. And one breath. That was impressive. <laughs>
1: wow. It was that one breath. Get,
0: yeah. It, see, it felt like it.
1: I used to play the clarinet.
0: You got those clarinet pipes.
1: And the French horn. Yeah. That <laughs> was
0: bad at both. Well, aside from those two hot dog top dogs, <laughs> what? There was one other musical talent that was featured.
1: I don't know if I could stand for that kind of slander. <laughs> uh, on who, our other who, musical who was, guest. Names. Who was
0: that musical guest?
1: It was me. It
0: was Allie. You knew it. You knew what I was building, I too. <laughs>
1: I did a song this week. I hope you guys like it.
0: What, what is that one called?
1: Broken Frames.
0: Broken Frames. I really like it. It's a real jam. You can find that and all the other songs that Allie has lovingly, painstakingly crafted and put together for your ear holes, your ear entertainment. Those are all available on our patron-exclusive Discord server. And if you would like to join that super cool server, which has grown quite a bit in the past couple of weeks... Patreon.com slash RPG for you and me.
1: Can I say thanks to our one very special patron?
0: Absolutely. It would give me great pleasure because I don't think I was the one who said thank you in the previous episode or two. Thank you, Michael.
1: Oh, I was going to shout it from the rooftops. We'll
0: do it again, but don't climb on the roof. Thank you, Michael. Michael. It was so
1: quiet because I was on the roof outside. Michael, Michael,
0: Michael. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate your support and uh, we hope that you're liking the season.
1: Our very, very kind friend, Caleb Sunstead of Sounds Like Crows, the game marshal.
0: Marshall Caleb.
1: Marshall Caleb on Twitter has asked us for our recut of episode one of Neon Heat. Remastered, remixed. But yeah, I've been working on doing a little remaster cut of the first episode that reflects what most of the episodes sound like from like episode eight onwards because the first couple are a little rougher. So I want to give new listeners a good baseline of what will be like very soon in their listening ears.
0: And that's going to be dropping on the Sounds Like Crows feed. This Same day this comes, comes out.
1: And I will also be releasing it on our feed as just a replacement for the original episode one.
0: If you're curious, go back and give it a listen. Yeah. Hopefully you like it even better the second time.
1: That'd be preferable. I put a lot of work into it. I've edited this chase twice. But the original episode I'm going to put up on our Patreon. Bonus content if anybody wants to listen to the original. We're not losing it. It's still there. No worries. At some point this week, I'm going to have out another Absolute Zero for the Patreon feed as well. So Excellent. it is a plentiful content week, I hope. Yes. In case I yeah, I might just take a couple naps instead. Undecided. <laughs> Maybe next week for Absolute Zero. See you next week, guys.